All right, so this morning when I found out that Connor Ben had failed a VADA anti-doping test and he had tested positive for a banned substance, I'm not going to lie to you, I was shocked. Um, and then I sat back and I, I watched the subsequent events of the day unfold. And I'd be lying to you if I say I'm shocked that at this very moment, it looks as though the fight is very likely to still go ahead on Saturday, despite this cloud hanging over the event. And if I'm honest to you, this whole day is the perfect representation of the shit show that is professional boxing in this day and age. Let's talk about it before I do. My name is Rahul J. Chand. This is The Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. So look, um, before I share any opinions, um, I've spent the day watching every interview I can, reading every tweet and listening to every opinion on the matter. And I think it's important for me to establish what I believe to be the timeline of events so I can share an opinion based off of what I think's happened. Because that's kind of one of my one of my gripes about everything, just the lack of transparency, uh, consistency in stories between stakeholders involved. And it's just shady to me. Right. But from what I understand, what's the way things have gone down is Connor Ben failed a, a VADA test or was flagged for a, a prohibited substance, which is uh, called clomiphene uh, through a VADA sample in late August. Um, the results of this failed test um, were shared with medical experts, independent medical experts uh, from Chris Eubank Jr. and his team. And those experts advised Chris Eubank Jr. that the levels of this banned substance uh, in Conor Ben's system weren't high enough to be performance enhancing. Um, Conor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. apparently spoke about this matter and both teams agreed that the fight will continue. Um, according to Eddie Hearn, in an interview that I saw um, later on in the day, he said that the British Board of Boxing Control were informed about this flagged uh, sample, and the British Board of Boxing Control, for all intents and purposes, have, have always been on board for this fight to go ahead as planned. Um, fast forward to today, the news broke that Conor Ben had failed a drugs test. Thing is, when the news broke, there was no context or detail around it. All, all, this, all the article said is he failed a VAR test, the A sample has uh, been flagged, the B sample hasn't been tested, the substance is clomiphene, and um, trace amounts were found in this system. Because of the lack of detail around uh, the failed test, um, a lot of questions started and the shitstorm began to brew. Um, if Eddie Hearn is being honest about the fact that they informed the British Board of Boxing Control back in August, um, I feel like the British Board, they reacted uh, to the, the fallout of this news breaking. And they put out a statement saying that they prohibit the fight from continuing as planned. Um, now, as soon as that happened, we saw Eddie Hearn and... Callie Sowland both doubled down. Um, 
Callis Ireland was saying that we're looking at other means for making this fight go ahead. This fight is definitely happening on Saturday. I'll see you at the press conference tomorrow. He was a little bit more kind of um, stern in his response. Eddie Hearn was still trying to be a little bit political. And his position was, well, um, British Border Boxing Control have um, partnered with UCAD to be the official anti-doping partner. They've tested Conor Ben in the lead up to this fight. And he's tested negative in all of their tests. Um, VADA haven't finished their process because they've only tested the A sample. Um, so on what grounds are they prohibiting this fight from happening? Like there's no legal grounds for them to stop Conor Ben from fighting. And if they are stopping him from fighting, um, are they formally suspending him? If they're not suspending him, what are the steps that British Border Boxing Control advising us to take? Like when can this fight, when should this fight take place, right? Now, from a legal standpoint and from a um, technical standpoint, Eddie Hearn is making sense. But if you look at this in the cold light of day from a moral and ethical point of view, and if you remove all kind of commercial commitments from the equation, it's very difficult to, it's very difficult to side with the promoters in this instance, in my opinion. Um, let me explain. To start with, the British Board of Boxing Control. Now, if they were aware of this failed test back in August, the only reason they've now decided to prohibit, and I use that in quotes, uh, this fight from happening, is that this information has found its way in the public domain. They were aware of this this time last night, but this time last night, they didn't have a problem with the fight continuing. So them now saying that this fight shouldn't happen because of this failed drugs test. Is it because they care about the health and safety of the fighters? Or is it because there's individuals sat on that board who are just trying to cover their own asses? should the worst case scenario happen on Saturday night? Should Chris Eubank Jr. get injured and, or hurt or, or something untoward happen? On fight night. What is the real motive behind them now putting out this statement if they knew about all of this back in August? Um, <clears throat> this whole thing was something that all of these people involved were trying to keep under wraps. They didn't want any of us to know this information. And I don't think that they had a plan or strategy in place um, if it came out. Because once it's come out, we've seen all parties saying slightly different things there's a general general kind of framework of a story that everyone's trying to stick to um but we've seen Callis Allen be a little bit more open a little bit more human he was the one who said about the fact that it happened in August he's the one who said Connor Ben and Chris Eubank spoke about it uh, to Chris Eubank Jr I should say spoke about it to each other um he's the one that's been a little bit more forthcoming with details and information but also I can understand why because it's not his fighter that's actually found to 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 be to be uh, potentially cheating. Eddie Hearn, on the other hand, he is just defaulted to legal jargon, let the process play out. Um, and to me, that isn't sitting right. And the reason why it's not sitting right is Eddie Hearn has been quite vocal about um, the legitimacy of the sport and vocal about testing. And even recently, one of his fighters, Joshua Buatzi, was supposed to fight Jean Pascal and that didn't go ahead because there was a 
a discrepancy in, in the approach for anti-doping. Um, it's all well and good being vocal about anti-doping and, and aligning yourself with VADA and volunteering to be drug tested. But the whole point of doing that is to prove that you're not cheating, right? Um, and in this instance, that is being questioned. So it's incumbent on you as a promoter and Conor Ben as a boxer to prove that they're not cheating, right? Um, when this happened to Dillian White, it's quite, 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 quite ironic, I should say, right? When this happened with Dillian White, at that point, Eddie Hearn was talking about how VADA is a more reliable and trustworthy and stringent drug testing agency than UCAD. And Dillian White tested negative with VADA and, and he got flagged by UCAD. And he was questioning the legitimacy of the test result that UCAD, UCAD came, came out with. Now, the shoe's on the other foot where VADA have found a positive test and UCAD haven't. He's deferring to UCAD as UCAD is the authority that the British Board of Boxing and Control use. And that's the result we should, we should, we should, um, um, we should go by. But previously, that's not what he was saying. Like your, your morals, your ethics... The criteria shouldn't change based on whether you promote the fighter or not. And that's what I've got a, a massive problem with. But Eddie Hearn isn't the only promoter in the world guilty of this. They're all at it. They all do this. They all bond, bend their thought process. They all bend their morals based on who and what they're talking about. Now, I'm not stupid. I understand that not all failed drug tests are the same. Some people get flagged. And they're innocent. Some people get flagged like a big baby Jerome Miller with multiple different substances. And it's plain as day that they're cheating. Some people just get, you know, consume something that's contaminated. They have no, they have no, um, they have no, they're not actually trying to cheat. It's just something that's happened to them. It's not, a, it's not something they're outwardly trying to do, right? Um, and Conor Ben deserves the opportunity to prove that he's not cheating, if he's not cheating, if he's indeed innocent. And the way they kept this under wraps all of this time, to me, the logical thing to have done back in August was to say, right, put out a statement, Conor Ben's hurt himself, he's injured, spend however long it takes to do whatever testing needs to be done to prove if he is, prove that he's innocent, let all of that play out, and as soon as you know he's innocent, you can rebook the fight. What makes zero sense is for the fight to still continue as planned in October while there's this cloud and uncertainty hanging over one of the fighters in the main event. Like, we can't say either way for sure whether this guy was trying to cheat or not. We can't. All we know is he now needs to prove that he's innocent. And it makes zero sense for him to be part, to be in a process to prove that he's innocent. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to fight on Saturday night anyway. But after the fight, I'm going to prove that I'm innocent. Like, in what world is that, is that, does that make any sort of sense? In what world is that morally or ethically correct? It makes no sense. Like, Chris Eubanks Sr. has been um, against his fight from day dot. Right. And recently he put out the statement saying everyone needs to um, needs to boycott this fight. And he used the fact that Chris Eubank Jr. is cutting more weight than usual as his reason. 
I'm just speculating here, but what are the chances that the reason he put that statement out is because he knew about this failed test? To me, it feels as though it's something he was aware of and that's why he's been so against this fight from happening. Not so much the extra two or three pounds that Chris Eubank Jr. has to cut. Not so much this rehydration clause. It was more about this failed test. That's my belief anyway. This whole thing is a big fucking mess, right? You can't just continue on and, 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 and have a fight without proving that one of the fighters isn't taking these drugs. Like, you can't, you can't talk about how brutal this sport is. You can't talk about um, the dangers involved in the sport and what these fighters put themselves through. Like, Eddie Hearn has spent the week talking about how Chris Eubanks Sr. was an animal, a monster at making weight. He used to weigh in on the same day of the fight. And that time he fought Nigel Ben, he, he, the amount of weight he lost that day, well, like, that is something that they changed. They changed that process because they knew it was dangerous. And another thing that they've got stricter on is fighters taking illegal drugs to improve their performance. But you can't just pick and choose what things you want to adhere to and what things you don't based on how much money you're going to make out of the situation. That's not how it should work. And this is, this is precisely the reason why these uh, boxing boards and these sanctioning bodies have next to no real power. It's just, it's just lip service. It's just a, a facade in terms of governing the sport. Because they're all beholden to these promoters. They need these events to happen for them to make, to, for them to make a pound note. It's all fucking ass backwards. It, it makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. Um, I've been kind of sensing the desperation in Eddie Hearn and Matchroom, like fighters leaving the camp day after day like the grip, the power that they had in UK boxing starting to wane. Um, the stable just isn't what it used to be. That the, They don't have as many champions. They don't have as many noteworthy fighters in the camp that they used to. Conor Ben was the hope, the next guy in line behind AJ. And desperate times call for desperate measures. I feel as though if Eddie Hearn was in this position two years ago, this fight potentially might not have happened. Like, we would have had this fight stopped. There would have been the statement that I mentioned, he's injured. Let the process play out. But I feel as though they're desperate. I feel as though that matchroom are desperate. I feel Eddie Hearn's desperate. Just by the way he's been promoting the fight. Like, I, I had planned to make a video about this fight and talk about how excited I am for it. And just, I was going to mention the fact Eddie Hearn's hamming it up a little bit too much. Uh, but I was going to give him the... Um, give him a buy for it because uh, I, I i just feel as though the way he keeps talking about how this is the biggest fight this might be one of the biggest fights in british boxing history it's going to do a million pay-per-view buys i was thinking to myself this guy's going a bit over the top like i know you're a promoter but like this is like very obviously lies and 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 it's not going to do a million buys and it's not as big as you're saying it is but then it's your job you're a promoter fine i was just going to kind of i was just going to make a point of mentioning the fact that he's going a bit over the top with it but I believe it's just the desperation that is making him do that. And it's the same desperation that is making him continue with trying to make this fight happen. And it's, it's quite, it's disgusting to be honest with you. It's disgusting. If you're that confident, if you're that sure that your fighter isn't cheating, then let the process happen, prove it, and then you can have your fight 
and then there's no there's no gray area um one thing that really does annoy me like you get like when something like this does happen i don't feel as though we have we have the right people in british boxing kind of media uh to have the conversations or or interview the the, the people involved um and ask the right sort of questions man i haven't seen any of it what i really want is someone like rob tebert to spend 20 minutes sit down with eddie hearn and bring all of these things up that i've mentioned and i haven't seen that yet like a lot of people are just I don't know, man, like, I just feel as though they're not, they don't just, they don't understand the process behind this drug testing and all of that stuff to the extent that they should in order to ask the right questions in these instances. But maybe it's just because I follow MMA the way I do and, and we've seen, you know, with USADA and we've had to kind of just learn by osmosis, by all of these events, all of these kind of things happening in, in the UFC. It's just something that's kind of second nature to MMA fans and and it's not as as prevalent. I'm not saying that in boxing that um, people don't take PEDs as much as in MMA. I'm just saying people don't get caught as often in boxing. Um, but I just feel as though people just aren't asking the right the right questions, and I, I feel as though that these guys need to be pressed more than they are. Um, but it is what it is, man. I'm sure I'll be making I'll be making more videos about this topic uh, as the week progresses. But yeah, like I said, like the fact that everyone's adamant that this fight goes ahead it just it just it just screams to me desperate times desperate times call for 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 desperate measures um and it's and it's easy if you're eddie hearn trying to get events on the zone sitting there saying game changed it's easy to change the game when you make the rules up as you go along but anyway that's what i think about the matter um let me know what you guys think put your comments below um, share this with a friend if you've enjoyed it. If I've missed anything, if I've got any of what's happened today wrong, uh, please correct me in the comments below because I, I'm just trying to piece all this together the same way I, I suppose a lot of you guys are. Um, but yeah, don't forget to hit like, subscribe, all of that stuff. Um, as things um, unfold, I'll definitely make more videos. I'll catch you guys in the next one.